Top of the Monday morning to you and yours. Welcome to the dose. It's a new week around here. Yes, it is. New opportunities. Jeremy Clevin, the magic man Mark Hutchins, and the furry little animal behind the glass, Byron Filson. We're going to be here all week long. Yes, indeed. Whether you like it or not. (laughs) Special guest, Lizzie Hofer Irvine in the house. Nice to be back, guys. Number one female loan officer in the country. Top 10 when you remove all that gender nonsense. Let's just say you're in top 10. That's number number six. six. Number six. My oh my. My magic number. Mark, six. I'm the six too, Mark. Yeah. It's coming up. Here we go. Thank you for joining us in advance. We really appreciate you. Appreciate you after all these years, everything you've done for, for my home group, all of our agents, all of our partners. You have truly have been a testament to what it means to be a power partner. So cheers to you. Thank you very much, Fully guys. Agree. Same. Well said. Been amazing. Nothing but love for you guys. I appreciate it. It's been amazing to watch your meteoric rise to the top, literally to number one. It's absolutely incredible. So, you know, to to get, we talked about, you know, multiple times five years ago, you know, where we were and where we are now. I mean, I mad, I have to imagine that now the things that were going through our head, the challenges, the struggles, the things that we were telling ourselves five years ago, it's different now. Mm-hmm. You know, what, you know, it's not all fun and games. It's not all cotton candy and linen sheets. I like to say sometimes, so, I mean, you've made it to number one, but there has to be a new set of challenges, problems, things that creep into our mind that is going on now. So what's going on now? Um, yeah. Uh, so what's going on now is, I mean, I think that in order to accomplish big things, you have to be an overachiever. You have to be somebody who really cares about the results and you lose more and more control over things, even though you can have a consistent product and 90% of it is exactly the way that you want it. Like on a, you know, when you have a team, right? So learning how to inspire my team, learning how to manage my team, learning how to, you know, pivot when I have team issues, like somebody's on vacation or somebody has a family emergency, you know, like running a team and an actual business uh, with brick and mortar is, um, it's insane, right? I mean, that just ups the ante, you know, like on a good day, you know, I was listening to Tony Robbins (coughs) talk and he was like, you know, it's crazy for people to think I don't make a mistake. In fact, as a boss, you make mistakes and then you're responsible for everybody else's mistakes. Right. And like when I really thought about that concept, so he's talking about it, he has hundreds of employees, but I've got 30 employees. And on a good day, I'm lucky if they only make one mistake. Right. And then I'm responsible for 30 mistakes or 31 plus my own. Yeah. If we only made one thing. So it's like, those are the pressures that I, um, that I feel like, you know, are just really overwhelming for me because I really care about a perfect product. Um, I've, manage that with a really good I'm sorry program. Like I literally have an in-place I'm sorry program that handles uh, and troubleshoots client issues. We have an after action good. report. I mean, I'm constantly reviewing those things because that's how I think you manage those things as a recovering perfectionist. Um, and then there's always the feeling of like deservedness. Deservedness for me is a huge, you know, the more successful I get, sometimes I question on why me, you know, and do I deserve this? You know, a lot of times like, I mean, every time I've accepted an award, I literally cry because I'm just like, it's so meaningful to me. Um, but I don't know why me 100% other than that I'm the one going for it. But there's there's just those weird limiting beliefs, you know? And I love to, you know, look behind the curtain and make this all real, you know, for people because, you know, we're all human at the end of the day. You know, like you said, well, let's humanize this process. You know, let's humanize the fact that we do make mistakes. We're not perfect. In fact, we're so not perfect that I actually have a program in place, a sorry program. I mean, that's like real stuff, yeah. you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, how many folks out there have that? Probably most don't because most out there, you know, have a 
probably a, a challenge admitting when they're wrong in the first place, yep. let alone having a program in place to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's more of a fight to yeah. prove why or justify right. the yeah, issue yeah. as opposed to exactly. just apologizing and yeah. fixing it. And trying to move on, yeah. right? Because that's what people want to hear Those most like, of the time anyways, <clears throat> is just, I'm sorry. Those biggest yep. lies that they teach you when you're kids, you know, that there is a right and wrong, right? And that practice makes perfect. It's, there's multiple versions of the truth, actually, and it never pays to be right. It always pays to be the one that solves the problem. And then also, like, practice makes permanent, not perfect, right? Like, bad habits over time just make it permanent, and nothing is will ever be perfect. I think that's, like, the biggest lesson that I, I mean, it's, you know, it's, I just want to figure out perfection, but it's impossible. It's an impossible end result. Yeah, you know. very good point. It's, and it's, it is a good point. It's never going to be perfect, right? And that goes for all aspects of life. Everything, yeah. Everything yeah. from our kids to our relationships to things. I mean, it just is never going to fully be perfect, uh-huh. you know? And like, it's not going to always no. be, you, you know, you learn to let that yeah. go. You let have to go let it go. Bit. And just how to, like you said, how to solve and, and get past it and figure out ways. I love the sorry department. That's great. It's kind of, it's comical. And, but also, uh, you know, when you get to a certain size, it's needed. It's like any customer care. Uh, department when there's an issue, you know, there's going to be somebody that comes on to handle and fix and make it right to move on. Um, and that's, that's, that's truly what a real business owner is thinking of somebody like yourself to, to make the process and everything else better for that point, you know? So I just never want people to feel like they were just a number, right? A stack of documents for me, that's super important. And I think again, when we were talking a couple days ago about what separates us from those big conglomerates, it's that. Yeah, it's yeah. A, a person who has a lot of, you know, gaff, you yep, know? Yep. Well, I'm going to keep it brief this morning. I'm going to do Mark's job today since he's taking the half day and uh, wrap us <laughs> up. Cause I, tomorrow I want to get in to, uh, you know, we just did, day. we just did a, uh, a 12 hour day. That's what I mean. We yeah, work no, half days, no, I like I just like, <laughs> half days, 12 hours. Um, we just did a big summit uh, a few weeks back on our take on the future of real mm-hmm. estate. More so from the real estate side. Mm-hmm. Totally. But I want to get your take from the number one female lender, you know, loan officer in the country on what your take is on um, this industry as a whole as we move forward. So stay tuned for that tomorrow. Thanks to our sponsors, Alliance Property Inspections, Guild Mortgage This Week, those, the Lizzie Hofer team, and VIP Mortgage. Appreciate you guys hey, and all uh, you do. Talk to you tomorrow.